to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, it is Angela and welcome back to Architecting. This is going to be a really special episode of the podcast because we're going to talk about something I call provoking the aha. You know, those light bulb moments where you get this incredible flash of clarity, the dots have connected, and you suddenly understand a higher purpose, a deeper meaning, a deeper direction for your life and your career. We all know that those are powerful moments. We all have experienced them at some point in our lives. But what I wanted to talk about today is how can we have this happen more frequently in our lives so we don't get mired in the indecision or the codependency keeps us stuck doing what we think will please others over ourselves. And sometimes we don't even recognize that that's what we're doing or the following of what we believe are prescribed rules. How can we provoke the aha instead of just waiting for it to randomly hit whenever it might? Now, before I talk about that, I wanted to let you know about a really special event that I am doing this coming Monday, February 6th. It is called Get Out of the Slog, Take Back Your Time and Earn More. And You get to spend a whole hour with me on this free event. To register, just go to my website, architectingpodcast.com, and you will see it right there on the front page. What we're really going to do in this workshop is talk about the ways that we have perhaps unintentionally numbed out to life. Life where we are both going through the motions and constantly stressed because going through the motions takes more than the resources we have to give it. So not only are we stressed out and exhausted, but three weeks from now doesn't look any different from now. A year from now, we haven't profoundly moved the needle. How do we get out of that cycle? Because clearly we all want to become our highest and best selves. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because that resonates with you. If it didn't, you wouldn't be here. You want more for yourself, but you don't even have the energy or the clarity to figure out how to make the time to figure out what that might be. That is what we are going to focus on for this workshop. So Make sure you get yourself in. You have no reason not to, right? It is free. If you want to move the needle in your life, if you want to get out of feeling like every day is just a rat race and you're moving through jello just to get the things on your to-do list done, you owe it to yourself 
to give an hour of time just for you, just to help you get more clarity, figure out how to move some pieces so that this doesn't become the recurring pattern in your life. Doing this because I see the need out there. I hear so many of you saying this over and over and over again that I'm exhausted, I'm stressed out, I don't have clarity, want more for my life, but don't know how to get there and don't have the energy to even think about it. This is for you. Let's really put a pin in this old story and start 2023 with a lot of forward momentum so that you don't have to stay stuck anymore and you can feel energized and really claim success on your terms. So remember, architectingpodcast.com, it is the very first thing at the top of the website. Click the image and get yourself signed up because you don't want to miss this. This really feeds in so nicely. You can tell I time these things to today's topic of provoking the aha. How do we do that? How do we start to make the breakthrough moments where the light bulb goes off more of the norm than the happenstance every once in a while, if you're lucky, kind of experience? Well, it starts with getting out of your comfort zone. Because when we are in our comfort zone, what are we seeing? Well, we're seeing the same old, same old, same old. We're seeing that no matter how much we accomplish, we're not getting to where we really want. We're seeing all the ways that we can't do something instead of the ways that we can. We really want to move beyond this busy state, this following the rules, this life on autopilot state, because busy is the enemy of success. What can you do? What can you find that isn't part of your normal routine? Where can you put yourself where you're just a little bit uncomfortable? How can you open your mind to different ways of thinking? This can look like doing something like taking trapeze classes. <laughs> I did this one time a few years ago. It was something I'd always longed to do. Did you know my childhood dream was to be an acrobat in the circus? Yes. It was a few hours one day, right? So it wasn't this big commitment of time or energy. It required zero prep aside from booking the class, but it was so fun. What did I learn aside from the fun for me of learning a little bit about the trapeze and getting to swing and learning some basic tricks? I learned a bigger life lesson that day. Something I never realized about trapezing is that you are supposed to fall. It's how you get down. So you climb up onto the platform and the trapeze is there and you swing and do whatever. But then how do you get down? Because you're not on another platform. You let go and you fall. 
And even the two professional trainers who are from the Cincinnati circus were doing this, right? We don't realize this. We are so immersed in the drama of swinging from the trapeze and the danger that maybe is implied by doing that. I think part of what draws us into watching someone doing aerial stunts is that we're terrified they're going to fall, right? That seems like the worst possible outcome. But no, you're supposed to fall. It's how you get down. It's as simple as that. So, well, as an audience, we have made falling from the trapeze the very thing that must be avoided at all costs. When you actually are someone who does this, it means nothing. It's just part of how you do the thing. Doing something completely unrelated to anything else in my life or job, something that took just a few hours out of one day, not only was a fun experience, but it provoked an insight that was so incredibly powerful that I have been able to apply ever since in every aspect of my life and work. Look for those moments where you can do something that takes you out of your comfort zone, that isn't part of your daily routine, that's teaching you something you didn't know before, a new experience, a new habit. Push yourself to take risks. What else can provoke the aha? Well, Tapping into your intuition can provoke the aha because, again, so many times we have this sort of limited menu, if you will, like when you go to a restaurant on a holiday and they have a limited menu. We create this limited menu for our life and we think we have choices, But the choices are narrow and repetitive and not really putting us in a fundamentally different place. Expand your menu by feeling into what do I really want? And if we stay with the menu analogy, rather than saying, well, I got to pick one of these things on this menu, even though I'm not terribly excited about eating any of them. What if you could say to the waiter, hey, I really feel like having Korean barbecue, and I know that this is not a Korean barbecue restaurant, but that's what I want. You know, like what if you could ask for something different? We treat our lives by the same kind of rules we would a restaurant, right? We think we aren't allowed to choose beyond the options presented to us. Or that if we ask for something to be made in a different way or an ingredient substituted, that we're creating an imposition. Well, you are the chef. You are the chef. You are the diner and the chef. And you get to have what you want. But you don't know what you want if you are looking at this limited menu that probably was not put together by you. You compiled this by trying to match the rules you thought you saw operating among the people you know and the experiences you had. But what if we could burn that menu, right? What if we could think, 
beyond the choices presented? What if we could really tap into what would be fun? That's really how you know. If you think about something and you get excited and feel a little jolt of energy, it means you might want to pay attention to that. You might want to look for how to turn that spark into a flame rather than snuffing it out. If you think about something and it feels exhausting, then you probably don't want to do it. And often the things we think about that we think we should be doing that feel exhausting are the slog, right? Even if we think that they're part of the stepping stone to getting ahead in life or our career, the things that exhaust us are the slog really key into your intuition, which will lead you to have and seek experiences to try new things, to pursue something that might not have been otherwise presented to you. That's important. Look for the patterns. So a lot of times with my coaching clients or people that I mentor, I encourage them to write a CV. And it's not because you're looking for a new job. It's because we often forget to acknowledge what we've accomplished. We only see the things that we haven't done, not the things we have. Going back, start with when you were in college because you chose your major for a reason. What electives did you choose to take and why? What were the favorite projects you worked on? Did you enter any competitions? What clubs or organizations were you a part of? And then keep going through the entire arc of your career to date. Don't forget Anytime you joined something, led something, participated in something, the reason you want to collect all this is you're going to go back and you're going to look for the patterns. Sometimes we don't see the patterns right away. We only see what's in front of us right now. We only see the failures. We only see the things we want but don't think we can have today. Take that time for that retrospective view so you start to have more clarity. So you have gotten out of your comfort zone. You've realized that you get to choose from an expanded menu by plugging into your intuition. You've gotten more insight into what your zone of genius might actually be by looking retrospectively at the patterns. Now, the last step is to relentlessly and unflinchingly do what you want. And that might sound a little strange. Like, what does that mean? It sounds so open-ended. It sounds a little dangerous. Do what you want. Well, one of the secrets to my career success has been that I know what I love and I don't really wait for permission to do it. So for example, my collaboration partner, Megan Mazzocco and I are both passionate about the idea that the built environment has a profound effect on well-being. And 
in our work, in our careers, we are certainly pursuing that, right? I mean, if you were to look up my professional profile, you would find the word salutogenesis showing up again and again and again. You would see this list of publications and speaking engagements that are all pointing in that direction. However, I didn't want to limit this exploration into something I'm deeply passionate about to just the opportunities I have in my job. And Megan didn't either. And just by talking to one another, by sharing this passion for doing what we want, mind you, I thought I had been doing that, right? Because most people, if you start talking about all of these things, it doesn't fit neatly into a project process and they just sort of look at you and go, "Uh uh-huh, that's nice. I had to fight to take it no matter what, we're going to have this looked at in every project. And I have to sometimes put in a lot of extra work myself because I'm so committed to it. But even then, there are limitations because it's a message funneled through a project, not a message writ large. And we said, why don't we just start having a weekly talk about this issue? Why don't we reach out to the network of people we know who we share this passion? Why not let them share their story and the lens that they're putting on it? Why not have this be a resource? Out of that, Architects as Healers, Buildings as Medicine was born. And we've been having such a great time with it. And not only do we have these weekly discussions on Clubhouse, but we've been invited to speak. Last December, we gave our fourth talk at a national slash international conference on this topic. So getting to share the movement and the ideas behind it. We've had this topic on the podcast. I have an episode on blue urbanism that you can go look up. And we are looking at ways to expand it even further in this year. That idea is independent of the job I have. It's independent of any professional organization I might be part of. And it comes from this unflinching unwavering commitment to doing what I know matters, doing what lights me up. I don't know that I could have done this in the early years of my career. I think definitely this is a reflection of cumulative convergence, but it started with this commitment that was really the whole reason I went to architecture school and what guided me to take classes in social and cultural impacts of design and impacts of design on behavior. It followed me through my whole career and I've now found a way to have it transcend the work I do and be an even bigger and broader message because it's a non-negotiable in my career, it's my why. Honestly, the more I stay fixed on that, the more the opportunities come to me. I'm going to be going to Switzerland to speak at a symposium and moderate discussions with world leaders in design and health. What would have been easy to think was a crazy pipe dream has come true, and I didn't have to chase it down 
I was sought out and invited into this opportunity because of my commitment to the issue and putting the content and the message out there. The opportunities come. The ways to leverage the opportunities come. The ways to expand what you are doing the ways you could think of to reach out to people. I've met people I never would have met if I wasn't doing this. When you start to really find your thing and you really do it without asking permission, you just find a way to do it. All of a sudden, because your energy is there and because you're so clear on why, you're doing all of this, the aha moments start to roll in. And you start to see in every life experience a way that it can relate back. You start to see hidden connections and invisible opportunities. They show themselves to you. This is what I wanted to share today, and I hope it helps. And I also hope that you see this as scalable. You don't have to be at the point in your career that I am for this to be valuable. And it also doesn't have to take 20 years to get to a point where you start to see some real results with it. Start doing these things to provoke your aha, getting out of your comfort zone, doing something different, getting in touch with your intuition, looking at the patterns to get your why, your clarity, and then taking action no matter what. I would love to hear what happens as you start to do this because I guarantee you, you will start to see things emerge very quickly. And what's important is that you have to start saying yes, not shutting them down, not going that's too much, not thinking How will I make it happen? You just have to say yes, follow your heart, feel into does it give you energy or not? Don't worry about if it makes you scared. Just worry about if it gives you energy or not and take that action. And then share with me. You can put a post on Instagram and tag architecting podcast. You can also put a post in the architecting page at LinkedIn, or you can post on Twitter and tag me at Angela Mazzi. But I really want to hear how this is working for you and how it is starting to give your career real depth, real meaning, and start giving you that feeling of purpose and success doing what you love, not following rules in somebody else's rule book. All right, don't forget, go to Architecting Podcast, sign up for my free workshop coming this Monday, February 6th. Get out of the slog, which will be a great way to help you start implementing some of the things that I've talked about in this episode. Don't forget to like, rate, and review this podcast and to share with a friend that you think could use some of this information because we are all part of one community. I love you all. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. 
How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.